Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Oh, Arts Express is blowing its whistle at the 3CR station. Arts Express. Power to the people. So all aboard for a journey with Valerie Fafala and Trish Posterino into alternative theatre, cabaret, festivals, comedy and arts activism and plenty of great music, Trish. Oh yeah, that's the ticket. Good morning, you're with Valerie Farfalla on Arts Express, 3CR Community Radio, 8.55am digital podcast and streaming live from 3cr.org.au and available online later today. Today we have satirical humour at its best. My guests today include the wild and wacky Annie Lee from the Kransky Sisters, who's presenting her new one-woman show, Porn Again Christian, at the Butterfly Club next month. Helen Child, who's presenting a comedy of terrors for the Melbourne Fringe Festival, and Christina McLaughlin, who presents the well-known American comedic play A Couple of White Chicks Sitting Around Talking. So first of all, delighted to speak to Annie Lee. How are you, Annie? Very, very well, thanks, Valerie. Lovely to be here. Oh, that's good. Now, you're, uh, you've got uh, a one-woman show called Porn Again Christian. Now, take that porn however way you like it. <laughs> That's right. But uh, there's, um, it's very edifying what you said about your, your lack of sex education and how it affected your life. Could you tell us a bit, shed a bit of light on it? Well, yeah, I think it was just one of the things that happened during my ch- fundamentalist childhood was that we weren't allowed to have sexual education, you know, sex education. It was, you know, but still the headmaster and said she was, isn't to go to sex education and also... Um, uh, you know, it was not spoken about at home at all. And I did receive, though, when I was 14, which was sort of premise for this show, a book, a uh, picture book from my mother on the reproductive system. You know, what was the reproductive system? What was it reproducing? I had no idea. And <laughs> nothing was said about it. And I discovered that the middle pages of the book had been glued together. Okay. And uh, this Oh, is, what a temptation. This, yes, yes. So... I, um, which I later wrote a song about that, but um, basically this is, it was interesting because I, I used to get up on a chair and, you know, peer through the pages the, um, with, the, with the bare light bulb. And um, it was the whole premise, of the, the idea that, that, you know, it, was, it wasn't actually the pictures that excited me, it was the glue, you know, the fact that they were glued together. Of course, you know? and, yes. Uh, and I, that's where the, really the title of the show came from, is that, it's that you know, the more we don't allow sometimes the more curiosity we spark you know? yes and uh, uh, besides all the other you know the things that come along and, and the ideas that come along with belief systems and how what we choose to believe in and what we're told to believe in and, You've you've had some terrific (laughs) reviews from the Courier Mail. If Lee was born 400 years ago, she would have been burnt as a witch. Yes, yes. That's not for this show. It's a new show. But that was for other shows I've done, solo shows. So so the rebel in you would... would, uh, you know, be turning over at the tables, is that right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I'd say so. Fantastic. And um, so tell us a bit more about why, why you decided to write this show. 
I think I'm quite passionate about um, the whole idea of, you know, not being told what to believe in, the, the fact that we shouldn't actually um, be influenced and somewhat repressed by other people's belief systems that, that where they where they can hurt you basically and so i'm i'm sort of it's been a passion of mine to one day uh come out and sort of live up to my long bestowed title of heathen and sinner that was placed on me when i was when i left the religion that's a, uh, a big burden isn't it when you you think about how you've would been trampled on with guilt and fear and worry Yes. The poor youngster kicked out of home at 17 for being a heathen, cut off from the flock, a lost sheep, cast out to roam the paddocks of the world, and then you went off to King's Cross to that's find right. some accommodation. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, yeah, it was my first stop. I was actually on the way to Brisbane yeah. to visit to go and um, see my, my mother's sister who wasn't in the religion. Yes. I, I sort of ran to there. Uh, her, her husband had a shop, and because uh, I was pulled out of school at age fifteen, in the religion it was in those days especially it wasn't, uh, it wasn't um, encouraged to have any further education past grade ten. Particularly as a woman, a girl, or, uh, or no, for boys too? No, it was boys too. Uh, mm. Because they thought you might become a part of the world in inverted of course, commas, worldly. Yes, yes, worldly, and so uh, everything was discouraged, even in a way, the arts or anything like that. Ah. Um, so. So, yeah, so I, I when I just, I think because I'd been so repressed, I just went, you know, to the place that was the den of iniquity. Exactly. <laughs> you know, first place, first stop, King's Cross, and uh, then... Um, what did you learn there? Well, uh, to quote from my show, I think uh, <laughs> I was like the, an iPhone ten among an army of Motorola flip phones. You know? <laughs> I was fresh dung for those Beatles. Oh, yes, exactly. so I was the last biscuit on the plate, and the plate was... Uh, Filthy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it was... You would have been wide-eyed and innocent, <laughs> bushy-tailed and coming into this I was, yeah. I was den a of iniquity. I was a 17-year-old virgin, of course. You yes. know, and, um, yeah, I, and in fact, I did remain that way, but uh, it was difficult <laughs> <laughs> for, a few, for another year. Yeah, was uh, this in, but... the, in the... Which era was it that you arrived oh, there? Gee, you only want to know how old I am now, don't no, you? No, 1977. No. Okay, so 78, so that, that was yeah. pretty cool times. The 60s for America and the 70s for Australia. Yes, so you were right in the exactly midst of, right. of yeah, the, it was crazy time. It was yeah. fun. You know, yeah, it was great. Really fun. Yeah, yeah. And Very a lot of freedom, a lot of marches and same-sex um, marches and things all happening at that time. Yeah, and, there was a lot of stuff going on, mm. and it was. You know, I must say it was great to be be starting to be a part of the world in inverted yes, commas, which wasn't as 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 devilish as it was painted to be, mm. but rather more inclusive and and mm. friendly and giving yeah. and uh, so it was. So you yeah. found a community where you could actually be yourself. Exactly. Yes, and especially to finding eventually my theatre community that. Uh, uh, eventually taking myself to theatre school and becoming a performer. In a, in my my friends in, in in this industry are much more my family. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. You're also a musician. You play keyboard and guitar and uke, and yeah. you play the uke in... You've got three songs in the show. Yeah, there's three songs in the show. I, I play just 
accompany myself on a little bit of ukulele. I was going to do it a cappella. I thought, oh, I'm just going to do three songs. I'm not going to use an instrument. Then I thought, I'll pick up this little uke. And I yes. hadn't played uke for years. Yeah. And I'm going, oh, gee, this E chord's hard with the old arthritic fingers. Yeah. You know, but I'm getting it. I'm getting it together. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. fantastic. And you were at Morn in the Kransky Sisters, which is still happening another, um, you know, another side to you, of course. That's a, a very funny group and you've been the oldest uh, in the group the matriarch sternly keeping control of your younger sisters and uh, so that's come from the past presumably yes, yes, we will, yes, yes. But, but not in this show in <laughs> this, in this show, show but no. yes she's certainly um, yeah you know we we owe a lot to the old sisters us girls because they do take us around the world and have taken us to all sorts of places and we can you know, yeah, put a lot of ourselves in them as well. So getting back to your show, I wonder if you could, we'd be very excited, the listeners, if we could have a little sample of one of the songs a cappella, just a, uh, a little sample okay, of it. Okay, yes, because I didn't, no, and I didn't bring my uke today, so let me see. Oh, I'll just do a little verse of The Devil Is In Everything. Yes, shall we? thank yeah, you. So uh, this is with the audience, of course. Um, hallelujah, hallelujah, sing hallelujah, hallelujah, the devil is in everything. The devil's in good whiskey, the devil is in rock and roll. And if you're wearing leather shoes, the devil is in both your souls. The devil's in the Mona Lisa, the devil's in the Tour de France. The devil's in your stockings and your singlet and your spencer and your overcoat, your rollies and your pants. <laughs> I love it. It's another oh. one. The devil's, uh, the, devil's, uh, the devil's in your PC, the devil's in your... Oh, yeah, devil's in your can of links, the devil's in everything PC. He's all over the place out there in cyberspace and in all the broadcasts on the ABC. Brilliant. You know, he's in your baby, he's in your navy. Is yeah, I mean, come on, what's mm. the devil in? What is the mm. devil? You know, it's not something we should fear. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, well, this is just sounds... our devilish mood, isn't it, really? Yeah, it sounds very exciting. And, of course, the Butterfly Club, we have... Um, uh, a lot of interviews with people in the, in the Butterfly Club who perform there. And it's a wonderful place. Have you performed there before? Uh, yeah, I, have, I, no, I haven't performed there. I've been to see shows there but never performed in the Butterfly Club. So it's new for me and it's um, lovely and the people are lovely, just gorgeous who run the place. So, in terms yeah. of your timing for this particular show, have you performed it anywhere else, Annie? Uh, no, this is brand new. i am just finished writing it. In fact, I was working with a friend, who, a peer and director that I uh, went through college with in 1985 who came down to help me for a couple of days and we've just been having some fun. Mm. And um, the kind people at the Alex Theatre letting me, just up the road from where I live, letting me use their space to um, run through my show. So it's brand new and it's, you know, it's changing every day. I'm going, oh, I'll edit that bit out, I'll put that bit in. And so it, it'll be, yeah, it's very fresh. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling good, good about it. Mm. So if you're uh, given the times at the moment, as we know there's absolute disruption in the parliament with the... Um, Two factions, particularly the religious right faction, seem to be storming through with, um, mm. uh, I don't know, a lot of vengeance or I don't know what it is that they're doing, but it doesn't seem very Christian. So no. given your title, Porn Again Christian, mm. um, if it, it was a play on Born Again Christian, how would you feel that? I mean, what I'm trying to say is you must have been thinking along these lines. 
Well, I think it's all, you know, it's in the atmosphere, isn't it? Isn't you know, it? And P-A-W-N or P-O-R-N, it's all similar. <laughs> it's a, you know, we, we're all pawns in, the, in yes. a way, aren't we? And, um, and yeah, I actually had, my title was originally P-O-R-N just because it came from my song about this book, you know. Yes. And it was a, a joke on Born Again Christian. But, and I had to actually change it for social media, but I'm not sorry about that because, in a way, P-A-W-N really encompasses the show too because we are pawns in a system and we're pawns in, in, a, in, a, in a social, in a, you know, even a religious belief system or whatever it might be that we're drawn into or born into or uh, um, influenced by others, you know, um, into thinking certain ways and and um, expectations on us to conform and all this stuff. So, yeah, it is really um, current um, and I think it's really important that we try and break out of that and realise that, you know, whatever we believe is, tr- is true is true, even if it's not true. So be careful, you know. Yeah. So we've got – there's a lot of – uh, politics and satire behind this show, by the sounds of it, in terms of your thinking. Yeah, I go. I cover a lot of different uh, topics, and uh, I cover a lot of different belief systems, and uh, from from religious uh, entrenchment to uh, new age beliefs, and all sorts of different belief systems. And I'm not mm. slamming things, but I'm putting questions out there, and yeah, it's basically mm. a comedy. Yeah. All right. Well, look, thank you very much, Annie Lee, for coming on to Arts Express to talk about your new one-woman show, Porn Against Porn Again Christian, at the Butterfly Club next month. And the dates are um, 3rd to the 8th of September at 8.30pm, Butterfly Club, 5 Carson Place, off Little Collins Street. And for bookings, thebutterflyclub.com. And we'll just, um, while I get the others in, we'll just go on to a song, It's Time, and that's a song from the Anti-Poverty Network, Time for an Increase to New Start. Great. It's time for freedom, time for moving, it's time to begin, yes it's time. Time for changing, not deck cherry arranging. It's time to begin. Yes, it's time. Time for proving, not slick maneuvering. It's time to hear. Yes, it's time. Time for poor folk, not for rich folk. It's time for us back with Valerie Farfella and Arts Express and I'd like to thank Annie Lee from the Krensky Sisters who's uh, presenting a new one-woman show Porn Against Christian at the Butterfly Club next month and now 
I'd like to welcome in Christina McLaughlin, first off, and then Helen Child. Christina, who's presenting the well-known American comedic play by John Ford Noonan and Loudon Wainwright III, a couple of white chicks sitting around talking. So welcome in, Christina. Thank you for having me. This has got a great reputation, this play. Why were you drawn to it? Um, I think it's just a wonderful story about friendship. Um, it was originally done on Broadway with Susan Sarandon, so obviously she's a wonderful actress, um, and also Eileen Brennan. Um, but I just think it's a really nice, um, touching story about women and friendship and uh, helping each other through things. Have you modified it, or is this the same? Um, it's actually was based in Westchester County. Yep. Uh, and... Uh, in the suburbs, mm-hmm. the New York kitchen of Maud Mix, who's having a tough day. Her husband's <laughs> off on a weekend spree with his secretary and she can't get rid of the pesky neighbour. That's who's it. just moved in from Texas. Yep. Um, Hannah May Bindler. Yes. Is that right? That's exactly right. So who are you? Are you Hannah May or are you Maud Mix? No, I'm Maud Mix. Yep. And your other colleague, mm-hmm. Anna, Anna Della Rocca. So yep. she's going to play Hannah Mae Bindler. Are you she doing is it indeed. with the American um, accents and things? We are, yep. Yep, absolutely. We're taking everyone off to New York. Fantastic. So you um, you eventually become friends and join mm. forces against your errant and erring, erring husbands. Is that right? That's exactly right. And this has been a long-running hit um, yeah. in the States. So it, why do you think it's got so much appeal? Um, I think it's just, again, it's just this beautiful story of friendship. Um, I think it's about um, two women coming together and helping each other through something. You know, they've both got these husbands who are running off and doing like the mad men naughty things. Thing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And I think that's a nice appeal. Um, it's good fun. It's heartwarming. It's touching. Yeah. That sounds wonderful. And this is going to be at... Um DCF Studios Thornbury, we've been to different things there. It's a great little place, isn't it? Yeah, this is the first time it's having a live theatre show. We're transforming Mm. the space out the back. That's great. Yeah, it's wonderful. This is the 30th of August until the 8th of September. That's it, at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock, okay. Mm -hmm. And um, has it been presented anywhere else or is this the first time? As far as I know, it's the first time it's been done in, in Melbourne, potentially Australia. Fantastic. Yeah. And just looking at um, some of your background, Christina, Mm. Um, you spent three years living in New York City. I did. Some of the best and toughest years of your life. (laughs) That's exactly right. You studied at the incredible Neighbourhood Playhouse School of the Theatre in Midtown Manhattan under Richard Pinter and Ron Stetson. Yes. Um, That's a great thing to have under your belt, isn't it? It is indeed, yeah. It's a fantastic school, um, mainly focusing on the Meisner technique, Mm. uh, which some people will have heard of before. Mm. Um, But it's a wonderful school and it was the best experience and I would never change it for the world. So this particular uh, play, which is a comedy, Mm. a couple of white chicks sitting around talking, um, it sounds like a character play too, is it? Yeah, definitely is. I mean, they're both really strong and very, very different characters. Mm. Um, so, yeah, definitely using some acting skills there. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> okay, so I'd also like to welcome in Helen Child. How are you, Helen? I'm great, thank you. Now, you've been with us before and, and uh, different guises. And um, tell us about your upcoming show, A Comedy of Terrors, for the Melbourne Fringe Festival. Yes, A Comedy of Terrors is going to have... Um, so, uh, it, it, it's basically it's about the interconnected destinies of five actual political figures. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Queen Elizabeth. Yes. Uh, Mr. Turdbull. Yes. Baloney Abbott. Yes. <laughs> Catter the Mad Hatter. And um, Donald uh, Blimp. Okay. Um, is this... Um this sounds very political and very topical, especially at the moment, especially bringing um, the Mad Hatter. Yes, that's a last-minute inclusion, um, and I've never done him before. So, But I've got an old rubber nose that I, I bought for uh, doing Davros, and it, it's exactly the same. <laughs> right. So. I guess you wouldn't have missed um, the opportunity uh, the, other, the other night to hear him on television, um, supporting his um, new oh. recruit. I don't even watch television anymore. You, did I've, you see that? I, I think I've seen several. Vi- yes. I've seen quite a few videos of Cat. I don't know which order they're in. They're all ghastly. Um, one of him was, I think, supporting uh, uh, Fraser Annie. Yes, that's yep, what that, I mean. That's that one. Probably, that's yep. the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So um, I thought, you know, uh, uh, yeah, we might get him on um, for a few minutes. But I'd like to just talk about a bit more about the show. Uh, yes, yeah, sure. We. I can't do all the characters at once. So uh, because it's going to be six, we're actually going to have several of them live via satellite. And uh, the main one, the, the carry-through character, is Pauline Fartson. Yes, of course. Yes, and, uh, and her interconnected relations with these other people. Oh, she does have an influence, especially on the LNP. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they on her. Yes. Um, so, yes, um, uh, Tony Abbott's going to be launching her new book via satellite. <laughs> right, of course. And, uh, and yeah, Bob's just going to appear in the show. I'm not going to say where he's going to appear. Yeah. He's, he's just, you know, he's going to ha- do, his, do his weird thing. So. Yeah, he is quite a complex character, isn't he? Mm. Coming from a multicultural background and, and yet um, strangely opposed to multiculturalism. Yes, well, it, it, that part of Lebanon... Uh, those the Christians there, they they do they don't consider themselves Arabs. I don't think they they see themselves as quite different. Um, I think they're French or something. Or, yeah, right. And they're Christian and very conservatively so. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. With his big hat, I think you've you've even got one. <laughs> but I can't put it on because of the. Would well, you do you want to bring him in for a minute? Oh yeah. Oh, bring in. him in. My oh. goodness, goodness. I'm I'm here. I'm a stallion. I'm a stallion. What do you want, Val? Yeah, yeah. Well, Look, I'm, I'm here. I don't know, what, you know, what I'm going to do, but it's completely irrelevant. It's irrelevant because I'm Australian. But you're not irrelevant, are you, Bob? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm very important, and, and, and don't you worry about that. I even sound like Joby Elke Peterson. Oh, I was just going to say golden that. Golden days, golden days. My goodness! And every, every, every four minutes, a farmer dies. Well, do you oh, think there's another be, one? Do you think you'd be welcome down here in Melbourne or Sydney, Bob? Oh, no, all you trendy southerners, southerners down south, oh, and, and, and you know, poofed homosexuals. I, I don't like them at all. No, they've stolen the word uh, G-A-Y. Oh, Bob, well, we're trying to make you feel welcome, but, uh, you know, 3CR is oh, a, a no. very liberal station and we've, we're have we a bunch of lefties here. Oh, you are, you are, you are. You can shut it down, shut it down. You can't be, I'm, 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 don't you worry about that. Well, look, thanks, Bob, but we'll, we'll say... Good- apples and bananas! We'll, we'll say goodbye now. Oh, Can God. we have Helen back, please? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> Okay, so you've got a bit of a sample of um, Helen Child's new comedy of terrors from the Melbourne Fringe Festival, and that, that sounds like a lot of fun. Welcome to the Age of Terror and the War on Brain Cells, a witty parody. And I think that's going to be wonderful. That's on Tuesday, September the 18th, 8pm until 910 Whereabouts at uh, is it going to be held, Helen? At the um, very exciting um, the Loops 
Project Space and Bar, which is a very cool bar. Yeah. And also uh, our, our, we've got a couple of guest features, um, yeah. Indigenous comedian Shirley Hood yes. and Frank Hamster, who's also, they're both brilliant. So Excellent. And tickets at the Melbourne Fringe, www.melbournefringe.com.au or phone nine double six zero nine triple six. And um, j- just getting back to Christina McLaughlin again. Um, I'd like to thank you, of course, Helen, for coming in because we haven't got much time left, but also getting back to you, Christina. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us uh, again, DCF Studios Thornbury, 30th of August to the 8th of September at 8... Yep. At 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. And you can get tickets at www.trybooking.com. And this is a wonderful show, a couple of white chicks sitting around talking. And... Um, it's a very popular play, American mm. play, mm. a comedic play by John Ford Noonan and Loudon Wainwright III. And it sounds terrific. So well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, I think um, uh, we've got a song talking about Tony Abbott. <laughs> um, we Perfect. We have a song written by, by us, by my group and Trish. Oh, Trish could be here today. Sounds great. Val, even though you're a, 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 a woman. <laughs> and this one, this one's a bit of a satire too. So we'll go out with this. This is called Barnacle Bill. Barney Gold, Barney Gold. 